0: And good evening from Charlotte Motor Speedway. James Brierton, with Scotty, Scotty, Powell. Scotty Powell in the flesh. We don't, wow, we don't get there. The, I'm back in North Carolina, baby. You are. Welcome back Woo. to North Carolina. And uh, as your t-shirt might allude yeah. to, we are here at Charlotte Motor Speedway for race weekend. Coca-Cola 600 will be on Sunday. Uh, we have your complete holiday weekend forecast. Whether you're coming here to Concord or traveling to the beach or going someplace else, we will check in shortly. To find out the latest on that coastal storm, yeah, which yeah. is going to be a bit of a doozy.
1: It is. It's going to cause chaos, not only at the coast, but also inland. We're going to feel the effects of some of that. But I think it's only like one day effect for us here in the PD and to the Piedmont, to the foothills. So, uh, But uh, the coastal folks really getting hammered this weekend.
0: Yes, the uh, Hurricane Center is keeping a close eye on this low while... We are not yet in hurricane season, okay. and it, it may not rise to that level. It is, in fact, a good reminder of how these storms can come off, not only bring us heavy rain, which will impact everybody along the coast and inland, but also a flooding potential.
1: Yeah, flooding potential, and also a lot of uh, beach hazards like strong surf, strong waves, erosion, coastal flooding. So a lot going on at the coast there, and we're actually feeling some of the effects here with that backdoor front. Kicking up a little bit of breeze here tonight, so it's a little uh, breezy here yeah, at Charlotte go. Motor
0: Speedway. We'll get the latest on that forecast in just a moment. Let's talk NASCAR. Let's do it. So here at Charlotte Motor Speedway, race week is underway. As we came in here tonight, we saw all of the fans who are camping with their RVs, both in the infield and around the perimeter of Charlotte Motor Speedway, because things start Friday with the trucks. Is that yeah, right?
1: Friday with the trucks. We have the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series and also the ARCA Menard Series. And I was telling James, it's kind of like, think of it if you're not too familiar with NASCAR, all these different series, you may be like, what's going on? But think of it like baseball. You know, like how each major league team sure. has a minor league farm system. So, like, your ARCA is your single A, your truck's are double A, Xfinity, triple A, and then you make it to the big times on Sat on Sunday for the Coke 600 and a Cup Series. So, the uh, Xfinity cars are right over our, our right shoulder here.
0: Just behind our yeah. camera.
1: Truck Series is parked just right over there to the left. So, uh, they are here qualifying and practice starts tomorrow. And then the truck race is tomorrow night. That's
0: Friday, right? Yeah, Friday, Friday night,
1: Friday night. And then the, uh, ARCA race as well on Friday night. And then they kind of pack up and go home. And then the Xfinity drivers will have their turn on Saturday and then they go home and the cup series will be here for the, oh my goodness. I think it's like the 63rd or 64th running of the Coca-Cola 600. Really? So um, it is uh, going to be another sellout, James. Second year in a row that it's a sold-out crowd here. Uh, I know the Speedway officials. Uh, I was speaking with them, and they are very excited to have a good crowd on hand. And, there's a couple
0: uh, more ticket holders coming into yeah, the airport right now, right just flying now. right on in.
1: Uh, <laughs> and not only is there racing, but there's like Speed Street. Which sure. is a big carnival festival-like atmosphere. Lots of different food options, concerts. Jake Owen, the Doobie Brothers will be in concert. So it's almost just like a big Festival
0: atmosphere all weekend here. At this and I remember it from Uptown Charlotte pre-pandemic. And now it's moved up here to Concord. Yep. So US 29 exit on Interstate 85, if you know where uh, Concord Mills is. Uh, you mentioned a minute ago, making it to the big leagues. I feel like we've made it to the big <laughs> leagues. I want to prove to you, this is not a virtual background. This is, in fact, pit Road. Actually, it's stall 15. Stall 15. So I don't know who has this stall on Sunday, but I'm picking them as a the winner right now.
1: James is calling a shot, and actually, right, literally, right here where I'm pointing is Victory Lane. So, our Victory Circle, as we were talking, we're like, "Is a it's a circle? Circle like."
0: you call it? So, fun fact about uh, Victory Circle. I came here a couple of years ago for the auto festival, and this was after, do you remember the Red Jeep in Myrtle Beach? Yes. Yeah. They had, was, That was Florence, or Arcane that was... Florence. Yes, it was Florence. They had it here at the auto show. So, in, in amongst all of the antique cars was the beat-up Red Jeep. I don't know what's become of it since
1: then. Yeah, but. I, I'm, I'm wondering if they had the boat from last year in Myrtle Beach. You know, they, there's, there's that trend of things washing ashore we're getting on shore in hurricanes myrtle beach so thank you myrtle beach (laughs) for continuing to provide us entertainment always providing something during hurricane season if
0: you want to join our entertainment as we are streaming live on this thursday night on the carolina weather group youtube and facebook uh we can see your chats as they're coming into us and if you're re-watching us later on or listening to the audio podcast feel free to leave a comment wherever you are so we can know what you are most looking forward to for this weekend, now we're going to get to a detailed forecast update in just a few minutes. But let's hit upon this. So you hit upon Xfinity's on Saturday. The big race is on Sunday. The big race they're hoping to get in at six. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about Xfinity. That's that's now at noon.
1: Yes. So originally it was scheduled to uh, drop the green flag at one o'clock, but that uh, NASCAR has a, a policy or an option. If there's weather possible in the area, they have that option with their TV partners, Fox and NBC, that they can boot, bump up the start time an hour. So they've bumped it up to 12 o'clock. Can't really go any earlier than that because it's not in the TV window, which you know all about. So not my uh, fault. Yeah. You, you know, TV world is, is big money. And so they have already these prepaid shows that they have to show. So, uh, but, uh, you know, the Xfinity race, I'm going to be honest with you, we'll, we'll probably battle rain at some point. But the good thing is, is if you get halfway through the race, which is a 300-lap race, if you get halfway through it, it can be counted as an official race. So, okay.
0: Because um, that's about the same time yeah, that the, we
1: think the, the storm
0: rain. and the rain will and be I'll arriving I'll tell you here.
1: this. If, if you're not an NASCAR fan, maybe just a casual viewer, normally when there's rainfall in the forecast and they know they're only racing to halfway... There's a lot of action because Ooh. they know there's only a half a race to get up front instead of a whole race. You gotta so do it all right away. Yeah, you get there's no lagging back. You've gotta just hit the gas pedal and go as soon as the green flags drop. So it normally means that you may see a few more cautions. few more accidents and things like that when they're totally racing the rain and the race itself so it also makes like an exciting thing
0: so let's assume they get some or all of that race in then the rain moves in we're looking at periods of pretty heavy rain at times saturday into sunday they don't have to throw that green flag until 6 p.m on sunday will the rain be out of here and if so what reaction do they have to do here at the course to recover from all that rain yes
1: yeah, so that's a great question 6 p.m is the start time it looks like right now we know this is an upper level low and there's that saying upper level low weatherman whoa because they're so hard to forecast because it's basically just a storm system that is not in the jet stream so it's kind of just meandering around doing its own thing so if all of that moves out uh, it takes about two hours to dry the track. Now, it is going to be kind of cool and damp throughout the weekend, even with the rain not here. So the higher humidity may extend that drying sure. time a couple of more minutes to maybe a half an hour, but normally about an hour and a half to get the track dry. So as long as the rain is out of here and the track's dry, let's say by 3.30 or so, everything should be going on. And also another thing they do here at the Coke 600 is a big presentation to the military for Memorial Day. So they'll have all kinds of military um actions going on out here. They'll do, like, uh, have people rappelling out of Blackhawk helicopters. Weather permitting. Weather permitting. Uh, they'll have, like, some armory uh, material out here that uh, they'll uh, simulate, like, them shooting a tank and stuff mm, like that. Okay. So, uh, you'll have that action as well, weather you know, permitting. So a lot of stuff going on that we want to get the track dry as soon as we can so we can get all that in. So. Well, I know we have some file video
0: from WCNC Charlotte's archive because I feel like some of forecasting is looking ahead and some of forecasting is looking back yeah. at the analogs or what has happened before. And I feel like it was six months ago somewhere on this show, we said, I know what the weather is going to be for the Coca-Cola 600. It's going to rain yes. because this track is no stranger to heavy rain.
1: Yeah. It seems like every time NASCAR is in town in Charlotte, there's always going to be a rain in the forecast at least one of the days. So it's it, the rain is no stranger uh, here to the speedway. But you know, if this was the Roval, the road course sure. that they run here in October, they could actually race in the rain because they have rain tires, they have windshield wipers, and things like that. But with this being on the oval, they're going at such high speeds that they can't, you know, rain, run 180 miles an hour in a raining. So Uh, we have to stop until the rain stops and they get to track drive. But yeah, I mean, rain's always been, always unfortunately been a factor.
0: I think you were telling me the other night on the phone that the Roval and those races can handle the weather because of the differences you just outlined, but even the ovals are trying to get at least yeah. some weather tolerance built in.
1: Like last week at North Wilkesboro Speedway, the Saturday night event um, was the uh, they had the heat laps for the All Star race and basically determined the position of where the All Star drivers would race. Well, it was a light shower that rolled through North Wilkesboro at that time, and they're like, "Hey, this is an All Star race. We have these rain tires. We have the cars prepared for rain. Let's see what will happen." We've <laughs> We've tested it and controlled circumstances, but let's see what happens when we actually put rain tires on a car and they're racing and they actually turned out really well. Get this, they they ran faster in the rain tires than they did on the regular tires there. Does that mean they might, can they run in the rain tires, uh, not in the rain? That's a good question. There was some drivers (laughs) that are actually lobbying for that. Like, hey, let's just run the rain tires. What do the rules permit? Yeah.
0: Well, our friend KJ Jacobs, meteorologist at WCNC Charlotte, also looked into some of the weather impacts, rain included, but also things like temperature and wind. And a recent segment that they do called Weather IQ, where they make you smarter about the weather around you. And uh, we're lucky tonight to be able to share that segment with you. So here is meteorologist KJ Jacobs with an insight look at how weather impacts races, just like this one here in Charlotte.
2: NASCAR is at the mercy of mother nature on race day. With 36 races annually spanning spring, summer and fall. Former NASCAR driver Jesse Little says it's critical to keep your cool when temperatures spike. It's grueling in the sense of,
3: you know, trying to stay focused for that long in that kind of environment where uh, things are happening very quickly and the adrenaline's there. Um, You try to do a really good job of hydrating
2: and, and nourishment. A temperature breakdown of three components of NASCAR, the driver, the car, and the track. The driver can experience temperatures inside the car of 130 to 150 degrees. The car with temperatures of the tires at 200 degrees and the track temperature can reach 130 degrees. Drivers rely on an air conditioning process through the helmet and cool suits.
3: It basically will take air that travels around the vehicle on the outside. It'll funnel it through a hose and that tiny hose will uh, be fed to a NACA duck we call it, on, onto our helmet. Um, that has little tiny openings that will blow down on top of the head and, and kind of just gives you a nice fresh air feeling. Keeping track of wind direction and track conditions is part of the
2: strategy to win.
3: With the cloud coming over and covering maybe part of the racetrack, you can feel you know physically this track turns three and four or colder than turns one
2: and two. Essentially when you're moving into track position or finding your way around the yep. track, you're searching for better grip, Absolutely, and that better grip is an indication that the track is cooler.
3: Colder, colder, could be colder, um, the hotter the surface or the hotter the tire, just the more, um, the less grip the vehicle will have, the more sliding around it's going to do, uh, sideways, front and back. And then as that sun sets or as that temperature cools off, that's
2: when the track will pick up speed, pick up grip. Although rain is not ideal for NASCAR, the road courses can handle light rain once the cars are outfitted with rain tires, wipers, and mud flaps. According to NASCAR's weather policy, if inclement weather strikes when the race is at its halfway point, NASCAR will declare the race and a winner. However, if it's just a brief shower, then they'll continue the race after a weather delay. At Charlotte Motor Speedway, a meteorologist, KJ Jacobs W, CNC Charlotte.
0: So you were telling me, and special thanks to WCNC Charlotte and their weather IQ story there for meteorologist KJ Jacobs and letting us share that with you. You can check them out on YouTube for more of their weekly series. The turf here behind us is turf, right? It's not grass.
1: So it's actually AstroTurf. Uh, No other speedway on the NASCAR circuit has what Charlotte has here. This is actually AstroTurf, like if it was maybe a football game in an indoor stadium. You see uh, the AstroTurf there. This here at the track does a couple of things. A, it's less maintenance. You don't have to cut the grass. You don't have to paint the grass. But B, it also helps protect the car. So if a car was spit off the turn four here, if it was in the old grass, it would kind of catch that grass and it would damage the car. But here, they just slide through and keep on going. So the um, AstroTurf, very helpful here for the the drivers. And a lot of the drivers are lobbying for other tracks to kind of do this too. So, so
0: even in all of the Speedway circuit all of the different tracks that the speedway folks own. Only Charlotte has this right now. Only
1: Charlotte has this right now. So a lot of the, a lot of the drivers are wanting um, this to be replaced with all grass on the circuit. So maybe one day that'll happen, but right now Charlotte holds the claim to fame that they're the only Astro turf or synthetic turf is what, The actual name is I got to get that right. Synthetic turf out there. So, and just a
0: moment, we're going to get a complete look at your holiday weekend forecast, not only here for Charlotte motor speedway, but also the beaches of both North Carolina and South Carolina. And then when we come back, we're going to talk to this guy about his outing to North Wilkesboro, more insights from the all-star race as Carolina weather group race weekend coverage continues. But now let's go down to Columbia, South Carolina, where Frank Strait is standing by with a look at what we can expect
4: from this storm this weekend frank thanks y'all uh, yes indeed uh, it's a memorial day weekend and a lot uh, happening around the carolinas uh, the uh, uh, the races in charlotte including the 600 as well as uh, bike week event in myrtle beach and uh, all uh, a lot of people flocking to the coast as well so let's see what we have to look forward to activate screen share time and uh, we'll begin by Uh, Looking at the uh, visible satellite picture as the uh, sun starts to set uh, over our fruited plain, and uh, you can see some clouds massing uh, along the East Coast here at uh, sunset, uh, the result of uh, a storm system coming together uh, over the Southeast Coast, uh, that uh, being uh, our developing coastal storm uh, that uh, is going to raise a ruckus over the next couple of days along the Carolina Coast. Uh, looking off to the uh, West, you can see some uh, brownish haze there associated with uh, wildfire smoke uh, that originated into Western Canada and has drifted all the way into the Southeastern State. Uh, even down into the northern gulf of mexico too that uh, is uh, getting pulled to the west now as a cold front uh, pushes in from the north and brings a reinforcing shot of cool air and uh, some actually unseasonably cool air that you're really going to feel on saturday uh, once we have the rain from our coastal storm uh, move in so uh, we'll take a quick look at the weather map here again we have high pressure uh, that's uh, centered uh, here over the great lakes looking at the uh, spc mesoanalysis site uh, that uh, strong and usually cool area of high pressure uh, has a big uh, difference in pressure between uh, it and our developing coastal storm, so that's why it is windy uh, across the Carolinas now, and that's why the winds are going to pick up as this coastal storm intensifies uh, the pressures drop there, and uh, pressures remain high to our north and it's that difference in pressure that uh, fuels the strong winds so uh, the colder air cooler air, maybe we should say colder wait wait till Saturday and you'll understand what I mean uh colder air pushes in from the north and uh Uh, the uh, moisture pushes in from the south is going to bring us a a rather ugly day uh, coming up for your saturday so let's take a look at uh, some computer models here and uh, see how the uh, uh, situation will progress over the next couple of days Uh, and we go through the holiday weekend Uh, we'll start out with uh, friday morning here Uh, most of the rain still offshore at this point from our developing coastal storm and that strong high pressure uh, still centered over michigan at this point Uh, gusty winds are however picking up uh, especially along our coast Uh, rather windy day for your friday especially as we go to the afternoon hours as that uh, storm uh, begins to intensify over the warm gulf stream waters uh, again as you've uh, heard scotty and uh, james mentioned earlier in the show there uh, is uh, some concern that this might become a, a semi-tropical system a uh, subtropical hybrid storm uh, if it did it would get a name but uh, right now the national hurricane center is uh, only giving that a 10 percent chance of happening So uh, as we go through the next uh, uh, go through the day here, we're looking at uh, Friday evening Uh, rain uh, by that point should be pushing ashore and the winds becoming strong along the Carolina coastal areas Uh, Friday night, just some howling winds. Uh, along the uh, coast especially uh, once you get to the uh, grand strand region and uh, up into uh, southeastern north carolina uh, maybe getting down to parts of low country too uh, the storms uh, approaching shore here on saturday a little slower than we thought over the last couple of days so it looks as though the uh, ugly weather uh, continues uh, for much of the day here along the coastal areas and the rain pushes northwestward and uh, that makes things uh, uh, again, uh, quite ugly. Uh, it, not only will it be uh, pouring rain, not only will it be uh, uh, windy, but it'll also be uh, unseasonably chilly too. And uh, with the rain pushing a short, pushing a farther inland, this is midday, not looking so great as uh, Scotty mentioned earlier for uh, the uh, Xfinity race in Charlotte there. Uh, hopefully they can get uh, enough laps in to call it a, an official race, but I'm a little skeptical at this point. We'll see how it goes. But uh, again, uh, heavy rain uh, pushing. Uh, you can see a, a, a pretty big yellow and red blob there from uh, very intense rainfall going on over southeastern North Carolina. Uh, also, there's some concern uh, later in the day into the evening that the uh, wind might turn on shore. Uh, most of the time, the wind's going to be out of the north. And uh, that does, along with the uh, low astronomical tides we're experiencing with the quarter moon phase, uh, that's limiting our coastal flood potential. But at high tide, there can be some. And if the wind does turn on shore, especially if this becomes the this uh, tropical hybrid that we're a little concerned about uh, that uh, increases the uh, potential for coastal flooding. Maybe we get a little bit of a storm surge out of it. Uh, But again, overall, a a windy and very raw day. Let's uh, take a look at the uh, high temperatures. This is Friday we're looking at here, and uh, highs mostly in the uh, 70s around the Carolinas with some 60s across the north and into western North Carolina for your Friday. But then Saturday, look at this, 50s. For upstate and South Carolina and parts of the Midlands, a lot of North Carolina, even low to mid-50s and in in the mountains of North Carolina, this is feeling more like uh, late February and early March here. Uh, So, uh, again, uh, Saturday is just looking like a chilly, windy, raw, ugly day. Uh, A little warmer along the coast here as uh, that storm moving ashore starts to pull some uh, moisture back in. Now, uh, let's uh, have a look at... uh, Saturday night into Sunday. Again, the uh, rain starts to diminish as the storm moves ashore, but uh, this is getting caught by an upper level low here that's forming uh, over the southeast, combination of a few different uh, weather disturbances coming together. And uh, because it's uh, what we call a Rex block situation with high pressure to the north and low pressure to the south, uh, that uh, results in this thing moving out really slowly. So we keep some showers around uh, for your Sunday. This is Sunday evening. We're looking at here, not a total washout for your Sunday, but a few showers around showers around at night and then uh, for monday as well uh, some more shower activity uh, according to the gfs especially over south carolina but uh, uh, that uh, is uh, in question at this point Uh, again it looks as though as uh, scotty mentioned earlier hopefully this moves out in the afternoon and we can drive the track out charlotte uh, for the race in the afternoon and eventually that moves out to sea. your high temperatures Looking for Sunday here, Uh, we're warming it up thanks to the sun popping out at times, especially along the coastal plain. Uh, 70s there, but still cool, 60s and uh, elsewhere, and even some 50s up in the mountains. Monday looks uh, noticeably warmer and actually uh, fairly nice when the showers aren't around uh, with highs mostly in the 70s and up to around 80. Once we go back to work Tuesday, we start warming up to more typical uh, May and uh, early June readings. All right, that's uh, all for the forecast. Uh, Back to y'all, James and Scotty, Charlotte Motor Speedway.
1: Yeah, thank you, Frank, for that. Uh very difficult forecast coming up. And I'm telling you, the wind is just really picked, has picked
0: up, up in the last five minutes as yeah. Frank started to talk. It got cooler and the wind started to pick up. Let's uh let's go for a little walk here. Uh thank you for that forecast update. Back out here at Charlotte Motor Speedway. We are on Pit Road. Yes. This is the place that the race is gonna happen this weekend. They've got the place looking great. The paint is nice and fresh. The turf is looking nice until someone
1: Interacts yeah, with just, it inevitably. Uh, it's so, uh, let's go over here. I'll How show far you can we go, Scotty? Well, we can go out here. Come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, this is, uh, as you can see, Oh, okay, yeah. this turf, it's like those little rubber beads are in it. And so, that's kind of like uh, the ash or the uh, synthetic turf. But uh, all of this is painted out here. But this is like where we're standing at. This will most likely be where you win the race at because pit crews are so... Important. You got to get that last pit stop. You got to make it fast, you can get one of the first spots to uh, start off the uh, the last race of so the. Pit road's a very important spot, so we're uh, we're worst best. A lot of a lot of times, people say this is where races are won because they the, have the pit. Fastest, fastest pit crew to get you out first ahead of everybody else. I learned something new here tonight. I want to have our photographer,
0: my father Jim, turn back around where we were earlier in the show. I joked that I thought fifteen was going to win here, and Scotty was telling me because of this gate access and that extra buffer between fifteen and fourteen, it is a prime spot to get. And I learned that by being out here tonight.
1: Yeah. You don't get, nobody parks there. So you're not blocked in. You think about it as uh, maybe you're uh, at the own interstate and you're trying to get into the other lane. Mm -hmm. It's a standstill, but that other lane's going. Well, normally that car in front of you, you kind of like hesitate here. You don't have to hesitate. You just gas it and go. Is that how you drive?
0: No. How do you think the NASCAR drivers are on 485? That's a good question. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Do you notice I'm still hesitating. I'm still standing at the line. James is scared. Come on, James. (laughs) I'm still hesitating to go. The paint just looks so nice. And I know, they definitely don't want that disrupted. Now, this is the second race weekend in a row for you, yes, and for North Carolina, yeah, because you were at North Wilkesboro last week, which not only was the All Star race, but also was the grand reopening of that lost track. How
1: was that? Yeah, that was pretty cool because you know I was born in Morgan, since in North Wilkesboro, like forty-five minutes. Uh, I remember my dad always taking me there. Uh, the last time uh, there was a race, that I was four years old. So. I remember hearing the stories. I don't necessarily remember being there, but I remember the stories my dad and grandpa taking me. So to see that thing really just like come from the dead, because it sure. was just, I mean, there were trees growing up, the buildings were collapsing. And a lot of folks in Wilkes County are like, we want the racing back here. And a lot of people say, uh, good luck. It's not going to happen, but uh, with the help of uh, Speedway Motorsports, who owns Charlotte Motor Speedway and several others, uh, Marcus Smith, the uh, president, and Dell Earnhardt Jr., they kind of got together, and uh, there's this thing called iRacing. It's yeah, that's the first like, one. Yeah, it was like real popular during COVID, yes, right? Yeah, so they actually had the iRacing series to fill their t- TV slot. You know, they're right. like, hey, we had these races we were supposed to broadcast, so let's iRace. So they went up there, and they're like, well, we're going to at least preserve this track and so they went out there and weed eat it and all that so they could scan the you track dale and, Earnhardt jr went yeah. out there and started picking Yeah, several beach. drivers yeah, did. like okay. dale jr eric jones several nascar drivers a lot of teams a lot of folks here at the speedway went up uh to do that they're like well at least we can preserve it in the virtual form and then they got it cleaned out and they're like hmm well, let's do a test here and they did a test and then they're like well let's bring one of the lower lower series here last august and the crowd just showed up, like twenty. I think there's like twenty thousand people there, and Marcus was like, "We got something here." And so, there's magic to yeah. be had here. So from from where it was last August to eight months later to where it was last week, it's just amazing. I mean, uh, it is a uh, resto mod is what they were calling it because they re- tried to restore as much as they could. There was still a lot of the old. A uh, signage you know we were talking yeah. about the coca-cola signage what you was know? the word they were using uh resto mod that was that's okay. the word so the restoring restore and modify yeah modernize. so because there was like a winston cup series. yeah, yeah the winston signage. cup series so they they have the old winston building but you go inside of it and it's like totally redone very nice. Um, so it was really cool to see it. Uh, the track was old. I think the last time it was paid was like 1981. I noticed they left that they, yep. was there a sealant on top? There was, there was like a, where there was cracks and stuff, you know, they were, they were able to patch that up, but most of the, the asphalt there was from like the 1980s and made for a very slick track. So, uh, it was, it was overall a really cool experience. So we're hoping that, uh, it'll be back in North Wilkesboro, uh, in the years to come. I think, um, you know, the community really embraced it. It was sold out. All three days were sold out. So really good turnout. So yeah, it was really cool to go there. And you know, James, you're talking about North Wilkes but the week for that, they were in Darlington, South Carolina. So I kind of call it like the Carolina swing. You know, it is. And <laughs> I was gonna mention
0: that this is a hometown for a yeah. lot a lot of the drivers, yeah. a lot of the teams are based here in the greater Charlotte area.
1: Yeah. So like right off of turn two over here, there's several NASCAR shops there behind this building where we're at here on the front stretch uh there's several head headquarters for teams over at the concord airport several teams are located over there so this is like the home home track home base home field advantage everybody brings their family here to the track uh, all the folks who work on the cars you know, they don't always get to go out to california or texas but they all can come here because they all live here so it's really that unique you know like you like you know what i helped put that car together so that brings a lot of uh, folks out here to the track. And, you know, this is where NASCAR was born in the Carolinas. So it's... some of those trailers
0: are arriving for yeah. Friday races, yep. Xfinity on Saturday and the big cup series, Coca-Cola 600 on Sunday, all weather permitting. All weather permitting. I know you're
1: going to be keeping an eye on it. Yep. Yeah, so I will be. I know you probably can't see, but there's a little building up there. That's where I'll be uh, throughout this weekend. I'll with the uh, Speedway Motorsports officials um tomorrow the truck race or saturday, friday the truck race saturday the xfinity race and sunday the cup race i will be up there and uh we'll be looking for rain thankfully it doesn't look like we're going to have to deal with lightning but we would be looking for lightning in in most cases but it's going to be 54 degrees so thankfully we don't have to worry maybe, maybe it snow flurries. A problem, it <laughs> it's gonna be a little chilly yeah maybe snow flurries <laughs> or something but uh you know and also these gusty winds you know we're experiencing now and you know we had to put bags on our lights, but you know, a lot of these teams have canopies and stuff that they store things under like their pit equipment, a lot of camping out here. So there's you got to be of mindful of that because you don't want the canopies or the tents and stuff to blow away. So that's something else we'll be paying attention to is the wind because, you know, you don't want projectiles. We've seen in yes. thunderstorms before, you know, there's even those jumpy houses that are anchored down a high enough wind gusts can take them down, uh, take them up in the sky. So uh, those are just some of the factors that we, that we look at here. And uh, I will say, and I know Frank talked about it and we've joked about it, but don't underestimate how cold it's going to be this weekend because it is, I would say 30 degrees below uh, where we should be at this time. I mean, we're normally would be out here sweating right now with the heat and humidity. And we're talking about temperatures in the fifties and sixties on Saturday for a high it's kind of different. It's been kind of a cool spring.
0: Yeah, if you're listening to our audio podcast tonight, you're probably hearing the wind yeah. in the microphone here out at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Well, Scotty, I don't know uh how you arranged <laughs> this broadcast tonight, but thank you for doing yeah, that. Yeah,
1: we need to take those folks up here at Speedway Motorsports. Yeah, uh, they've been a great supporter of mine and uh when I asked a couple of days ago, "Hey, can we do this?" they're like, "Sure, go do it." So Uh, Thank you to Doug and to Greg and Marcus and everyone at Speedway Motorsports. Uh, We appreciate uh, you guys letting us use your pit lane for the last 35 or 45 minutes. And uh, we've enjoyed doing this.
0: And hopefully the weather doesn't completely ruin or
1: rain out your weekend because there will be some breaks. Yeah, there will be some breaks. Um, Saturday, we'll hope to get as much in as we can. That kind of looks to be the waddest day. I really think as we get into Sunday afternoon and evening, I think we really start to see things right out I'm just in time for the big cup race, so
0: just in time for the unofficial start to summer. You want
1: to race down here? Reed?
0: You want to race me? All right. Uh, Jared, uh, roll those credits. We'll see you back here next week in the Carolina weather. <laughs>